Father, I pray that we understand the truth of your word through the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, my name is David. For those of you who have not seen any of my videos, this is video clip number 15 in a series of video clips on the study of the first epistle of John. Right now we are in the first epistle of John, chapter 3 and verse 6. We might have to do a little work on understanding this verse. So let's get to it and do that work. 1 John chapter 3, verse 6. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Alright, if you are having a kind of a bad day, or maybe even if you are having a really good day, after reading this verse, you might want to just flop down on the floor and stop breathing. I mean, what's the use? All of us sin, so it sounds here like we are just simply doomed. However, right now I'm thinking of something the Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans. Let me read that to you before we go any further, and I promise that we will clean this matter up in our understanding and make the day look a lot better. So don't flop down on the floor yet. Reading now from the book of Romans chapter 7 and verse 15 and I'm going to read this time from a version of the Bible called the Amplified Bible. Romans 7:15. For I do not understand my own actions I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate, and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. Now the Apostle Paul lived a long time ago, but it sounds to me like he was having a bad day then, just like we can have a bad day now. Let's read our happy study verse again, 1 John 3 and verse 6. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. The first word I want to look at in this verse is the word abideth. Whosoever abideth in him. By the way, who is him? Whosoever abideth in him. The word him is of course referring to Jesus. Whosoever abideth in him. Alright, back to our word abideth. Whosoever abideth in him, that is to say whosoever lives and strives sincerely to live in the light of God's word, whosoever lives their normal life in such a way as to retain knowledge and awareness of him, of Jesus, to be mindful of Jesus, to be mindful of the word, to be mindful of the light God has given us through his word, through his Son, Jesus Christ, to love the Word of God, to love Jesus. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. In this verse, the word sinneth not do, do not mean that you, as a Christian, will never ever commit sin. In this verse, sinneth not means that you and I will not, through the normal course of our daily life, allow sin to be the predominant practice or influence that we allow to carry us through the day. 
As followers of Christ, we strive not to sin. And yes, as followers of Christ, we will at times stumble because of our human weaknesses. We also have the opportunity here to remember another passage from God's Word, which is in the book of Romans, chapter 6, and verses 1 through 3. This time I will read from the Living Bible version of the Bible. Romans 6, verses 1 through 3. Well then, shall we keep on sinning so that God can keep on showing us more and more kindness and forgiveness? Of course not. Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? For sin's power over us was broken when we became Christians and were baptized to become a part of Jesus Christ. Through his death, the power of your sinful nature was shattered. Now the same verses from the King James Version. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? I think we begin to understand the first part of this verse because we have compared scripture with scripture. Our study verse from the first epistle of John chapter 3 and verse 6. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. The words whosoever sinneth simply put means whoever is engaged in the practice of sin by choice and desire, preferring to remain in that state rather than to walk in the light of of God's word. We read the words that such a person as this hath not seen him. This refers to an individual who has not allowed their mind, their reasonable mental ability, to be influenced by the light and the truth of God's word, to the effect that they are not able by their own choice to know Jesus. They are not able to know or understand God's word. In their own mind and heart, they have placed themselves above God's word. They will not, they cannot believe God's word. In the book of John, not the first epistle of John, but the book of John, chapter 12 and verse 40, we read, He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted and I should heal them. If you think that you can reject God's word because you know better, you have made a decision that you have the right and the responsibility to make. You are not a, you're not a mindless creature, but you and I are accountable for our decisions, accountable to God. Now from the book of St. John chapter 12 and verses 44 through 50, then Jesus cried out, Whosoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. 
If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. Our study verse once again before moving on. The first epistle of John, chapter 3 and verse 6. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. You can't claim to know Jesus if at the same time you, for whatever reason, choose to not read or believe God's word. When you will not take the time to heed God's word, but you will take the time to immerse yourself in countless things that the world offers you, then you have made a decision to reject God's call to you. God calls you through his word. If you have rejected God's word, God's son, and you ignore God's word, then I ask you not to tell me about your designer, Jesus. Don't explain to me about your other Jesus. And I'll tell you why. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 and verse 37, it reads, For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 4, and we read from the English Standard Version now, For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with that readily enough. Actually, it says you put up with it readily enough. Now, going back over this verse a little bit. If someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed. There was problems in the early church of false teachers coming into the churches, especially the new churches, targeting the new converts. And they didn't want to preach the gospel to these new converts. They wanted to destroy the gospel. So, they're being told here, don't accept another Jesus. Accept the Jesus that we told you about, the Christian doctrine that you originally learned. It says here, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received. In other words, they were given the right spirit, they were given the right information, they were given right everything for the doctrines of Christianity, the Word of God. They already had that. If you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. What that means is if you accept a different gospel from the original one, from the truth of God's word, you put up with it readily enough. That means you're the type of person who will accept that. You'll accept that false teaching and you'll do it willingly. That's not a good thing at all, is it? Now we go to verse 7 in chapter 3. 
of the first epistle of John. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. First, start out with the little children. Now we have talked about this before, if you have seen any of my other study videos, the term little children refers to the little born ones. In other words, to new Christians. They are new to Christian doctrine and new to the experience of being a Christian. We read, let no man deceive you. Now we have already also discovered in this study of the first epistle of John that there were false teachers within the newly established churches. These false teachers were in the new churches to destroy the true gospel that had been presented to the new converts. Also we know that these false teachers were precursors also we know that these teachers were precursors to the end-time antichrists. They were themselves working as antichrists, plural, inside the new churches. They did not work for Christ, but rather they worked against Christ. Antichrists. These false teachers, these antichrists, are still at work within our churches today. It is time to read our whole study verse again. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So now we look at the words, He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Let's get this straight for sure in our minds and our hearts for that matter. Righteousness is not something that is gained or acquired or earned through right living or right habits. That is not the kind of righteousness that is being referred to here. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 and this time from the New International Version. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Now the same verse from the King James Version of the Bible, just because we can. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. The last part of our study verse reads, even as he is righteous. If you are a Christian, you are indeed righteous, but only through Christ. Reading from the New International Version of the Bible, Romans chapter 3 and verse 22. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. Now we go to verse 8, the first epistle of John, chapter 3 and verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. When we read the rather harsh sounding words he that committeth sin is of the devil we have to understand what that means and what it means is just what it says. We have already talked about this from verse 6. There are those that commit sin by intention, by choice, 
and with purpose as the way they live and approach life. He that committeth sin is of the devil. Next our verse reads, For the devil sinneth from the beginning. In other words, since the devil started sinning, he has kept at it in a steady and constant and intentional way. He has never stopped sinning. He has never wanted to stop sinning, and he has never tried not to sin, and he will never stop trying to sin. The devil desires and does everything he can to defy God and to destroy you and me. Now let's read the last part of this verse. It reads, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Yes, for this purpose Jesus was manifested. Who was Jesus manifested to? Jesus was manifested to mankind. Jesus was shown physically to mankind. And as well, today and right now, Jesus is manifested to you and I through the Word of God, through His Word. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, King James Version. God who at sundry, that means God who at various times and in diverse manners, means several various ways, spake time passed unto the fathers by the prophets. God spoke to mankind in times that are gone now through the prophets. Hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Let's read from the book of John, verse 1, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Thank you for watching. If you want, you can watch other videos in this study series at Words of Light Bible Study. See you in the next video, I hope. Bye for now.